Hello, and welcome to another episode of Design and Style, a podcast for designers by designers. I am Dixie with Dixie Willow Design, one of your co-hosts, and with me, as always, is the beautiful effervescent Rachel with Rachel Moriarty Interiors. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. Well, I don't know. You guys are like East Coast, so yeah, it's afternoon for me. I always forget. I always forget. <laughs> um, but I wanted to introduce our special guest today, yes. someone that Dixie and I, ha- we've known for a while online, mm-hmm. on the interwebs, and have really, really grown to love. Mm-hmm. It is Laura Bergawi. Welcome to Design and Style, Laura. Well, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> we love happy. it. So Laura is, like I said, a friend of ours on the interwebs, and she's also a member of our visibility lab. And what was interesting that we didn't really, I don't think we fully grasped about Laura, is that she is so super niched that you really don't do interior design. You are a color straight, straight color consultant, correct? Exactly, exactly. But that does, it does get bigger though. I mean, color does transfer to hard and the like, but yes, Yes. most people know me for is just the paint colors. Yes. That's so incredible. So tell us how you got started because I know we've talked before, we've, we've used a little alliteration with your your background. So um, let's, let's jump into how you got started. Well, it started right before I turned four. I was, my parents started me as a musician, as a violinist, and it was something I transferred to another instrument called viola, but I did that up through college, all the way through, and started grad school and started having some health issues, some rather serious health issues, and ended up needing to leave, and I, all I had done all my life was music, so I needed to find something else that, um, that would bring in income. And so the quick and easy for me was to get into cosmetics. It was something I had um, a big interest in. And uh, I just, I started in with that and it was an awful lot of fun. Um, and I got real lucky that a builder here in town, a builder's rep came in to the store um, and asked for a makeover which I did. And she had interesting coloring. So she was a little, it was a little hard to work with, but it all went real, real well. And she then offered me a job in the industry of building. And she said, I know that because you just did my colors, you on my face, you'll be able to do this with houses. Wow. And I wasn't so sure. I didn't have that confidence, but she had confidence in me and, um, the foresight that there would be something that I could do and excel at. So I left cosmetics and I started working for the builder. And um, in that time frame, I just kept taking on more and more responsibilities. Um, it started off as just let's pick the windows and the siding color. Um, but by the end, I was picking out everything for the inside and the outside of our spec homes. And then I would help any custom um buyer or client that we had uh, pick out all of theirs. And I also did warranty work um, and I ran different crews, explained to them, I need this done, I need that done. So I was very familiar with the building process. Um, And then there was a downturn in uh, 
for me, it, we really started feeling it here in 2007. And I made the choice to leave. And what was uh, what came up was a position as a color consultant at a paint store. And once again, I didn't have the the clarity of this will work. This is something I can make work and I will enjoy. Um, uh, but I did it anyway. And I have found over the years that all of the, the color, uh, the color education that I got, um, starting back with cosmetics has totally, um, transform the way I actually work I mean, and the way I understand color and the way I work with people. Um, because I started at the very beginning with something so personal as color on a face and touching a person that now I know it's all color is very personal. So I now, um, I do work for a Benjamin Moore store where I'm a color consultant. And then on the side, I have my own business called Your Life in Full Color. And I help people pick paint colors, hard finishes, um, and, and all that jazz. Oh my gosh. So something that you and I have talked before at length about your um, experience and something that you said just gave me the goosebumps because I have never heard you say um, how personal and intimate color is. Yeah. And I mean, even just watching your reaction to when I say that, watching your reaction back, mm -hmm. I had never really um, saw the connection because I, you know, I take my background as, you know, finance and mm -hmm. people's finances. And I always say, well, that is a very intimate space with some, you know, oh, your yeah. home, decorating your home, finance, that is like it doesn't get much more personal, but when you said putting color on someone's face and touching them, like mm -hmm. I just, that gives me the goosebumps. I had never yeah. thought of it as that personal. Oh, absolutely. And, and I'll tell you, picking paint colors uh, with people, because I do it in collaboration. I, I have a little saying, color and co collaboration. Yeah, I love that. Um, because really, you need the two, you need to have the homeowner and a color consultant working together. When a color, when a customer just says, oh, you just pick it, that's a lose-lose situation or can be because if they don't take the initiative to tell you what they like, chances are they, you may pick something they don't like. And I truly believe there is more than one right color um, for a space um, wholeheartedly. And what I have found is... That I have, I've had many customers that have touched my heart here in, in the paint industry and in color, paint colors, but I had one in particular that really, I understood how, just how intimate paint color is because she called and made an appointment and she decided to come into the store. She didn't want me to come to her house. She got there. She was very, very quiet. She asked, she brought in everything I asked her to. And she lays everything in front of me and I notice in the bedspread there's a couple splashes of blue and then there's a lot of tans and browns and everything else and I couldn't get her to talk very much I you know I'm trying to pull things out of her how you know what kind of colors do you like how bright do you want it how dark do you want it and whatever and to me she had so many brown things going on I wanted to pull the blue out of the comforter 
And I said, well, what do you think about blue? And she burst into tears. She was picking the color for her grandson's room. He had, she had raised him and the room was currently blue and he had committed suicide there two years before. Oh my gosh. And blue, even though it worked with all of her specific finishes, was not going to be the right for, you know, for her, that room. So it, color is, um, even when people don't realize how important it is. If you can say, I don't like that color, that is telling me right there that you do recognize how important color is. You may not be able to verbalize that. You might not be able to, um, to admit to it, but we're all affected by color and it is a very personal thing. So it really, as a color, color consultant, you really have to do it. Um, very much in collaboration to make sure that you're picking what works best for them. Because as I said, I think there's more than one right color for any space. And actually it's not right if it's not right by the client. Obviously. Right. Even though the blue, I know would have worked in a, in a totally different world. Yes, yeah. it would have been great, but not in that circumstance. I don't even know. What I know. Right now. <laughs> what do we do now? What's the next? <laughs> but it's, I mean, that's an amazing story. And it just, you're right. It is the perfect example of it's deeply, deeply personal. Right. Right. Well, I just think show somebody the color orange and you want to see how personal color is, seeing their reaction. Uh -huh. You know why yeah. that color just has such people like just will freak out either way, you know, oh, I love yeah. that. Or, oh my gosh, I hate that color, you know, well, so. You hear about the uh, psychology of color. And, you know, there've been studies done that says blues and greens are very relaxing or red is very um, stimulating. So maybe mm -hmm. you'd want that, you know, in a, in a um, dining room or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I take that a step further because I think each of us has our own psychology yeah. for yes. color. And just because you like blue, the next guy won't. And they may not consider it to be very relaxing. As that poor woman, to her, that was a, I mean, an awful color. I mean, oh, yeah. she needed it to change. And of course, I hadn't been able to get that out of her. Right. But there's a, we all have different experiences with color as we grow up. Um, and we may not realize it, but if you say, I don't like orange, something has probably happened mm -hmm. at some point mm -hmm. that made you not be as fond of orange as maybe you are pink or whatever the other mm -hmm. color. Mm -hmm. One of the other things that I think too is, um, and I just made me think of it. My husband loves the color red, mm -hmm. but he doesn't want it on anything. Exactly. You have to know thing with that too. It's very personal. You have to know how you like to live with color. And when I ask people that, they generally don't get it right off the bat. But we all have ways of living with color. And the three most common are some people love color, but they want it just on the walls. And then other people like color, but they only want it in accessories. They want something very soft, very light. Me <laughs> too. That would Maybe. be me. <laughs> the walls very, very soft. And there are others that are just so 
in love with color and have so much enthusiasm for it that they want it everywhere. They want it on the walls. They want it in their accessories. So you, it's very important. You may love red, but you need to know, is it a color number one that I want to live with? Because pink is my favorite color, but I haven't worked it into my color scheme anywhere at home, and I don't foresee doing that. So you got to know if you like living with specific colors, and then you need to know, how do you like to live with color? Wow. I swear <laughs> I am like gobsmacked, Laura. <laughs> and I've had good conversations with Laura before and I, she's dropping some wisdom today. Yay, yay. Oh my gosh. I never thought, and it's so funny. I feel like, you know, I am a, when it comes to color, I'm a, guess I could, you could say I was, I'm a little bit of a maximalist because I like it. I like it color on color. I like pattern on pattern. I like, you know, so I love, yeah. I do love to layer it that way. But I, but what's funny is I always create a neutral because I'm, I'm constantly rotating because I'm a collector and a, and a huntress and my house is a curation. It's constantly changing. So I yeah. can't really commit to color on the walls so much. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, I loved, I loved how you broke it down. And it's so crazy because when I have clients ask me to come in and do color consults, it mm -hmm. really, even, I think they think it's my thing, but it really isn't. And, and when I talk to you, mm -hmm. it's a completely different world. It's its own language. It's its own psychology. It's, you know, it's, I believe so. Yes. Oh my, I, it's yeah. crazy. Mm -hmm. I am just so blown away by, and I know that when we've talked, we've threaded, um, you know, your, you know, color cost in cosmetics, color and construction, and then finally color, your color consulting business. Right. And it's so crazy now that I've talked to you just, you know, this last 10 minutes, that through line, now I really see there is nothing that can, um, replace, there's no certification that you can get that can replace your like 30-ish years right? Uh, working true. with color in these different ways. I mean, just right. hearing you talk about it, it's just like, it's so natural to you. Yeah, it is. It, tr it truly is. Um, it is so natural that I think in color. I have, actually, this was yesterday. My antiperspirant wow. and, my, <laughs> and my hairspray are both blue. <laughs> and I sprayed my freshly shaven underarm with hairspray yesterday oh. because it was blue I saw the blue and I grabbed it I have let me tell you I have done the antiperspirant in the hair often and that works far better than the underarm but oh. yeah, I think in color all the time that is so great you know I heard so a couple of things. We talked to Cheryl Janice last week, mm -hmm. who specializes in um, wellness spaces and yes. beauty businesses. And she does something really interesting with color. Well, definitely focuses on the fifth wall. Because if you think about it on their backs and healing spaces, or, wow. you know, if they're even if they're on a table, getting some acupuncture or whatever, exactly. you know, um, I, I, I mean, I think about the fifth wall, but not as much as somebody laid up on their back. Right. Yeah. You know, so I always thought that that was interesting. And then, um, like her spaces, like you always think of spa spaces, you mentioned the blues and greens have mm -hmm. this, like whatever, or you hear it said so right. often, but she uses purples. She uses these yeah. oranges, but these like 
cozy oranges, you know, right. not like bright, not like, you know, stop caution, exactly. you know what I mean? But they're just like, they're warm and full of texture and, you know. None and of us are just a study. That's the thing. The, the When people think of psychology of color, there's studies that have said that most people think this about certain colors, but it's not, it's yeah. not cut and dry. None of us are a study, you know. Right, um, right. And, and as she has, as has um, learned and is using and pointing out to others that you can use any different combination yeah. of color and still make it soothing. So yes. Yes. I, I have missed that. I haven't listened to it, so I can't wait to hear Oh, that. you love it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She has a book called The Color Cure and um, The Waiting Room Cure. And All right. Yeah. So I you would, to... oh, you would love her. Woo! I heard today, actually, so funny. Um. I, I love, I love sayings about color. Mm -hmm. I just do. And so somebody said today that beige isn't a color. It's a way of life. <laughs> well, yeah. Isn't Absolutely. that so crazy? Because I posted a, um, a video and I said, you know, next my, my like goal for, for 2018 is to kind of banish the beige. I've had so many, I, it's, yep. I don't know why, if it's coincidence or what, but I have people that are just like, help me out of my beige. Like yes. they, that's the safe, they pick, they pick their color, they pick natural stone, they pick their brown leather, mm -hmm. you know, sofa, they pick wood furniture. And it's like, all of a sudden they're just like dying. You know, they're just like realize they just they just created Brown Town, and you know, are like help. Brown Town. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's true. It's true. And here in the Midwest, or where I am in Southern Indiana, I would add to that not just the beige, but the gray. That that's what I'm hearing mm -hmm. from. Yeah. A, yes, it's, as well. It's and people paint themselves into a corner. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. With gray everywhere, and yeah. um, it loses its. Um, the emphasis that you, I mean, you thought it was really cool and sophisticated, but when you've got it everywhere, everywhere. maybe it maybe doesn't read that way then, but yeah, beige. And, and when, you know, there's a comfort zone for color and those, the people you've been working with, that must be where they have felt comfortable in the past. And they yeah. obviously have a part of them that wants to get away from it. Yeah. Having a difficult time. Yeah. yeah. I have a fear over white when my clients I, you know, I don't use whites that often. I know Dixie mm -hmm. has a beautiful, I was like, give me that exact shade because it's beautiful <laughs> in her yeah. home. And um, it's not cold, it's warm, but not too mm -hmm. yellow. And you know what I mean? It's like yep. that perfect, like cream in your coffee sort of yes. like look. And uh, yeah, when people ask me about whites, I'm like, because I, I just freeze. I will lose sleep like two, three nights, like what white, what white, what white. So it's, it, it really is a gift to be able to work with color because not all of us have it. Well, and I will say, I mean, I have, de I definitely have been trained, but some yeah. of it is self, but I have definitely been trained. I mean, I went through Maria Killam's um, program yes. several years, maybe five years ago. And that, yes. um, I started seeing color in an entirely different way, talking about it differently too, but really seeing it. And it's hard to go through life now and not notice when things are put together in a less than perfect way. <laughs> <laughs> but I also love that, you know, you also say there are so many right ways. And I think people are yeah. afraid of making the, a, a wrong decision. You probably see that. You said you're a color consultant for Benjamin Moore. 
people get so locked up over making the, and I do the same thing when I go into people's homes. I'm like, there are so many right ways to do exactly. this. We just have to choose a path right. and forward. And it's the same absolutely. probably with color. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's, all, there's uh, certain questions you can ask. You, do, you really need to delve in and find out um, they're the, like I said, the way they want to live with it and the colors they want to live with. And then you, then you can run with it. You can, you can go from there, but until you know those things, you know, if I tell you that blue is the perfect color in that bedroom, but it's not because of something you have experienced, you know, I, st I haven't done my job. I have not right. picked the right color, even though I know it would work. You and I might like it, but it's not right for her. So Oh my gosh. I just want to say real quick, I, I have a game on my phone, Laura, that I think <laughs> that you would adore. Okay. It is. So it has, and I, I can't, I don't even know the name of it because it's part of another set, but it's a whole bunch of blocks in different shades of colors and it's great. I love that. I've done that before. I love it. I, I didn't know there was a game. Yes. Oh my. I've, I've been playing it for like that's, I'm not scrolling through Facebook. I'm not, I'm not playing whatever or watching TV. I'm doing that. I'm matching up the colors. <laughs> really? I, I, okay. I need to find yeah. out what that is. Cause that does sound like fun for me. I'll have to, I'll have to make sure I add it into the show notes and let you know too, but it's, yes. it's so much fun because <laughs> just when you were talking about all, seeing all of the different things, having that training and then looking at the world and going, Oh, yes. It's kind of like that with this little game that it's just because it's the slightest, slightest right. difference. Exactly. But, but once you see it, you can't unsee it. Right. That's yeah. what I found. Good or bad. Yes. Right. <laughs> I have a question about your business model. Yes. So what are you, what I'm, cause since all designers are listening and some might want a niche into color. So what kind of services do you offer through your business? So I definitely do color cons consultations. Um, I can do them online, um, but my favorite is in person for many reasons. I mean, yeah. once again, it's back to being able to be more personable or personal. Um, so I do color consultations for paint, but I help uh, families pick out any and all finishes for a home that they are renovating or building. And that is something that I've recently added in the last year and a half. And it's, it takes me back to my roots. Um, and I love it. I loved uh, being in construction, but I, yeah. but I'm able to offer color consultations in a way that I pull everything together. If they can bring me or I can go shop, for them. But if, if, you know, if you can bring me things that you like that are in your price range that are available right now, I will pull it all together and put together a space for you that you'll be very comfortable in through a lot of questions. But it's, so it's not just one thing. I mean, even when somebody wants to talk just a paint color there, I'm going to be looking at an awful lot more things than just their walls. There is just <laughs> right, exactly. Right. Yeah, I you know when people um, talk about well, what should I bring in? I always say, well, you can't bring in too much. Now, once I did have a person bring in a rolled up um, 
rug that dogs had peed on and I really didn't need that but other than that I mean (laughs) people bring in all kinds of things and and it it always adds up to the more things we have to um, examine and go through the better results we have do they do clothing as well like clothing and accessories and on occasion people yeah clothing um I we've even had people bring in um peony leaves or uh, petals and from fall trees you know just I want this color and we have to figure out a way to bring them that color bring that color to life in their home and generally I can figure out how to do that and then do you kind of like okay we can do that like 10% of the accents and then we'll and then pick out their like you know okay so you can like work back from the 10% and actually in the rest of the pie. Yes. Um, I'm not a huge fan of, of shooting 50% or 75% yeah. of the colorant. Yeah. I have a guy that I work with at the store who, in my opinion, is a master at which colorants will do what, how quickly they move in a paint and how they will affect a paint. Yeah. I can say verbally, I need this, this, and that in a paint color. Yeah. And he then can create it for me. And I can say, I need more yellow. Yes. Or I need more something. And, and between the two of us, then I've, we've definitely done some custom colors. It's, I only do that when I've gone through all I, a couple thousand, yeah. then more colors. Yeah. But it, yeah. it is something that I can do. And um, it, it, I'll tell you what, when you're done with that, that is such a feeling of accomplishment, oh accomplishment of bringing something together where you couldn't find the right color anywhere. Yeah. So, I yeah. used to do that with, a, in the catalog when I was in advertising, we used to do oh, that yeah. with, um, cause we shot clothing. So we'd have the actual clothing and stuff and we'd have to push and pull, you know, especially skin tones when you're talking about, oh, yes. you know, skin tones are really hard. Greens yes. are really hard. But what I meant was like, like when I, if somebody were to bring in like this purple, I would say, mm-hmm. okay, you want that in your room? We could put like, 10% like as far as like how much color to use, to use. you know oh, what I mean yeah, like that, exactly. that could maybe that could be the pillows and then your yes. main color could be this you know what I mean yes. so it's Absolutely. it would be kind of cool to like work backwards from like yes. you want that? like okay that would be great in this this dose that's very interesting you know that's I mean? a, yeah I yeah I want to sit that's and how I think that's how well, I, I figured that was your brain <laughs> but I figured I need to, I need to think about that because that is, I think it's something that probably I inherently do, Yeah. but putting a little more thought into it, a little more intention, I think would be good. Yeah. Well, I know that that was one of those things that we would get a lot of requests for when I worked um, for Williams-Sonoma with Pottery Barn Kids Mm -hmm. is they would see a color and they would want everything in the room that color, the one that matched what was in the bed, matched. Yep. Everywhere. And so in that particular case, there was a lot of, well, I think you might want to try this, but here's the color that matches that one. Um, But at least least with you, you have, since you are sitting there and doing everything in person, you can say, okay, this isn't going to (laughs) work. Oh yeah. And uh, yeah, I I generally don't say it like that, but yes. Right. right. (laughs) No, in a very nice, sweet way, I'm sure. Um, generally it's like, Oh, do you mind if I 
keep looking through the deck here. Uh -huh. <laughs> and that is my way of saying, no, we got to find something else. Yeah. Yeah. Because kind of like Rachel was saying, otherwise you end up with that color everywhere. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. So, and yeah. One, one of the other questions I wanted to ask you is I know that there are people who um, want everything to match. Mm -hmm. And there are also people who have very definite ideas just because they've heard the rule. Um, they have very definite ideas as to what colors they should use mm -hmm. or not use together. Mm -hmm. um, so what, what's your advice for people like that? Yeah. This is <laughs> probably going to come out the way you want it to, but really to open your mind and, and, um, it's when people pigeonhole color in that way that I think it doesn't always end up looking the way that they had hoped. Um, because there's, there's theoretical color or theoretic color and, and actually what it looks like when you're there in the space, you know? Um, and I can say blue and orange are going to go together because they are complementary. but what blue, what orange? I, when people have very definite ideas of how they want it to go, those tend to be the harder people to work with um, because they aren't open to anything else um, or, and even just a shade variation of what they've been, they've read is the thing to do. Um, of course I would work with them, but it, it is, um, it does take, um, some finesse. Um, and I have had that happen and I've been able to, not every time, but I've definitely several times been able to open them up to other, to explore other colors and combinations. And um, then they realize, well, wait a minute. So what I read is what you need to do because that works, but I see that this works too. There are more options out there. Exactly. There, yeah. Always. Well, I want to talk about, so I just love your passion for color. You obviously, mm -hmm. it's a passion of yours. It's not mm -hmm. just something you do. Right. Um, you know, you, you don't spend, you know, the better half of your life working in color in various ways, you know, mm -hmm. unless it's just something that, you know, you just love. It's part sure. of you. So I want, I, we, you know, we focus on visibility. I know you have a blog. Mm -hmm. I would love to see you talk about the way you talk about color is it's so, um, I don't know. There's something different about the way that you talk about color. I would love to see you do more videos on color. I would love to see you pull things from your past even. And oh, yeah, that's interesting. Like, you know, like it would be fun to see you just because I know that. So like if you did a mood board, right. And mm -hmm. let's say in makeup, because I'm sure you still have a, a, some kind of a interest in makeup. I know, even though I haven't been in the fashion industry for a long time, I still bring it. She always me, looks beautiful. You know, so I'm thinking she does. <laughs> These uh, 20 years later, I'm still like, you know, into it. Um, It'd be fun if you brought things from your past and so like color palettes and, and cosmetics and how that might translate into your home or, you know, building yeah. products and, you know, what, what's in and building products and then like, you know, how, what colors 
That's very, would, you know, like kind of like no brainer, um, fall proof sort of, you know what I mean? If yeah. you have like, you know, like, um, marbles in and this and that, like what would go, what goes with the current finish? Very interesting. Yeah. The, this whole being visible is, you know, it's such a process. I'm sure it is. With oh, you. Yeah. What I have learned through being in the, the club and, and the lab, um, lab more so is there's so many different ways, so many different levels of being visible. Yeah. Um, and you want to keep up all of that because you never know who is, is there uh, in what medium. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I mean, I, I have been told I should be doing video and I avoid it because I get tongue tied so often that I think, Oh my gosh, why, why would I do that to myself when I can just write? Hang oh, on. Have you met me? <laughs> Anybody who has ever listened to me, (laughs) tongue-tied person here all the time. It's painful and it's painful, but, but, you know, so I feel, I I have a great time creating um, graphics in Canva to use, that kind of thing. Um, And for me, that comes very naturally and I have no problem posting that, but my face um, is a little... I'm a little more hesitant, but I really, I don't think it's really the face. I think it's video is just trying yeah. to uh, not get tongue tied and yeah. be like, uh, uh, you know, so we'll edit, edit it. Yeah. Or have a conversation, have somebody with you and it doesn't have to be live video. Well, that's very true. I got to learn how to edit, but it could be yeah. right, right, right. Or even just, you know, something like this, just have a conversation with somebody, have somebody come in and ask you questions about a particular project they're working on and that would be good or you could do a something in our or like our group and like ask does anybody have questions about color yes even because even designers have i don't know why my nose is so itchy this morning (laughs) um you know i mean i know i'd throw i'd throw in a couple of questions in there so it'd be fun to just Mm -hmm. like hop on and answer that's how i started my life just answering you know people's followers questions so sometimes that'll just you know get you started it, it, and then you could use it for a blog post and all that stuff but yeah I like that but you definitely need to um 2018 we want to see more of you because you're amazing yeah. oh thank you you're absolutely amazing and I just have to say <laughs> this is this is why I think you should be on video it's not just that you can speak about the color or show the color or any of that. You have just so dark best you. smile. I know. <laughs> and you're just so friendly. It just, yeah. I, anytime I see you, I'm just like, what is she doing? So <laughs> oh, thank you. I can't, I can't help but think that other people are going to feel exactly yeah. the same way. Well, thank so you. personable. Yeah. I mm-hmm. love you on video. Your videos are adorable. They really well, are. Thank you. Yeah. I, I, Benjamin Moore wants me to make more of them. They, they like them too. The PR uh, ladies. Excuse me? Come again? Uh-huh. She wants me to do more of them for the paint store because she felt like I knew what I was doing. I guess. Um, and she liked watching me. So she says, we need to do more of those. Meaning me, I need to do more of those. So. Whoa. Uh, 
more in the near future. So, and then I could transfer them over to my Facebook page as well or whatever. But yeah, I, that is, um, there's so many things to do in 2000. I know. I'm actually getting excited because, um, it's happening. It's, it's happening. happening. Yeah. And I really credit or credit that not a credit. I credit that <laughs> you ladies, because Aww. even though I have certainly not done every single thing you've asked, it's better, but I, um, it's got the wheels turning, of course, um, and thinking about different ways I can do things. Um, and, making it, uh, if the two of you can do it, then why can't I, you know, it makes it, it makes it okay. Yeah. Not that I can't come up with an idea myself and it's not okay, but seeing you two in your processes that in getting out and being visible really has helped, has really helped me and made me understand that, you know, you are, you are your brand. And, and I have a, I have a weird relationship with that, that saying, it sounds so weird. Yeah. And I don't feel like a brand. I don't either. Like, oh, that doesn't go with my brand. You know, it just sounds so weird. Yes. I I get it. But there is something behind that. So, um, and I, and I'm gathering that more and more from, from both of you. So, so thank Thank you very, very much. Oh my gosh. Thank you. We adore you. I am so looking forward. It'll be interesting to see. Well, let's mark our calendars and see what's happened, what happens in this next 2018. Cause we're going to talk oh, more yeah. offline. I want to hear more about this. Benjamin Moore wanting you to do yeah. videos. Hello. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. So if you want to would you have your blog, right? Mm-hmm. You drop some wisdom. So your life in full color, Laura yes. Bergawi. Yes. So much for spending this time with us. Thanks for having me. And if you want a direct link to everything Laura, which... All things Laura <laughs> and all things color. Yes. You can head over to designandstylepodcast.com and we will have all of the links in the show notes. Hurry, run then. Need it. All Laura. This podcast was made possible in part through the support of our preferred partners, like the Design Network. The Design Network offers one of the most powerful to-the-trade e-commerce programs in the furniture industry, combining the top brands in furniture, the best prices, and unparalleled logistics all in one place. Go to www.thedesignnetwork.com to join the Design Network's Trade Direct program, create your designer profile, connect with new clients, and start shopping today.